Greetings, adventurers. This is OGRPG. Where we journey into the realms of 8, 16, and 32-bit RPGs. All right. Uh, welcome back, Cartridge Commandos. We are here to resume yet another edition of our quest in Super Mario RPG. So yes, we've just arrived at Nimbus Land, and as soon as we get there, uh, we see the people are gathered around outside the royal castle. Yeah, a castle that looks like it's made of cakes or... Yeah, everything maybe... looks very <laughs> dessert-esque. Yeah, yeah, it's uh, it's interesting. It's a town full of uh, people that look like Mallow. They're all these like cloud people. It becomes very clear that we've discovered Mallow's true home at this point. Yeah, yeah, uh, he's going to fit right in. I guess I don't know if I've uh, shown enough, quite enough love to the, the, the soundtrack as we've gone through the whole game. But um, the, the soundtrack here is very on brand. You're kind of treated to this sort of Baroque era harpsichord uh, music once you get inside the castle, at least. Mm, and yeah. then the actual Nimbus Land theme song, um, I thought was one of the most Final Fantasy-esque themes in the game. It's very kind of whimsical, kind of sounds like you're on an airship. Oh, sure. Yeah, yeah. It's got that aerial feel, too, which fits because you are up on a cloud in the sky indeed but as we uh journey around and talk to the townsfolk again they seem to be gathered around the royal castle and at that point valentina our uh, our villain of this area makes her first appearance and she comes out tells the crowd to shut up and uh <laughs> tells everyone that king nimbus's condition is growing worse so we're uh, we kind of see what's going on with the story here oh no and what okay what is Valentina? She is a weird looking, you know, all of the cloud people are these short, round, cloudy people, but she's like a kind of villainous Jessica Rabbit looking kind of figure, you know, <laughs> with this. Does she have like a bird for hair or so on when her I was head? A, when I was a kid, I thought she was a bird because her her sidekick, which she announces shortly after her intro is, is Dodo, which he's just yeah. a Dodo bird. Um, but she you know, looks like a, a humanoid female, probably the most humanoid looking character in the game, honestly. And then um, yeah. she's got a, a, a bird for a hat on her head i don't know <laughs> it's it she's a weird looking character and uh it, yeah and she's got like a glass right like a martini glass or something right so when you're is that I, what's in I, her hand i think in the battle screen she's holding one yeah 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 and so she's a i don't know an interesting character to say the least but yeah i think they also made her uh quite voluptuous as well a little yeah, eye candy yeah. for, the, yeah, for the players there. <laughs> yeah, in a very strange way. But uh... So um, they give us a tidbit of story here. She's telling the townspeople that uh, King Nimbus is sick and to keep it down. And then she announces uh, Prince Mallow. And uh, Mallow is standing there with Mario looking confused. And then Dodo walks outside of the castle and she announces that he <laughs> is Prince Mallow. <laughs> And yeah, the uh, townspeople note that he he's looking fuller and more thick. Yeah, so they just eat it up. It's kind of funny um, how they play the all of the Nimbus people to kind of be dumb or like naive, I guess, at the least. <laughs> I think the townspeople, I kind of get the vibe that they know that that's not the real Mallow, but they can't really say anything because Valentina's yeah. running the show. So they're, they're oppressed, man. They're held back. Okay, yeah. No, I, I like your populist stance. I agree. I'm sold. <laughs> And then from some of the towns, because she comes out and makes these announcements and then goes back into the ice cream castle. 
Yeah, but, and then oh. you're uh, free to you get a little dialogue with Mallow, um, where he kind of naively says like, "Oh, they've they've got a prince named Mallow just like me. What are the chances?" <laughs> um, yeah, get to walk around and uh, talk to the townspeople at this point and explore. Go to the inn if you want. Uh, maybe go purchase some weapons. Which in this town we we can purchase the mega glove, the war fan, the hand cannon, and the sticky glove. Mm, and I love that war fan. I love the smack, the thwack it makes is very uh, satisfying if you're playing uh, with Peach in your party. So I highly recommend it. Very satisfying indeed. And then we're uh, we are up to the fuzzy gear now. If you're if you're looking to buy armor, which replaces your sailor gear. But yeah, and then from talking to these people, we uh, get our clues on the route into the castle, kind of the only the way to sneak in. Yeah, so if you try to approach the castle, there are some, some guards at the door that don't let you in. And uh, eventually, after you wander around enough, you come to a sculptor's house named uh, Garo, or Garo, however you want to pronounce it. And uh, uh, yes. he recognizes that uh, Mallow is the true Prince Mallow because he is identical to a gold sculpture that uh, Garo had made of Mallow. Yeah, and it looks exactly like him. It's a gorgeous statue. Yeah, fantastic craftsmanship. Someone should make those and sell them on Etsy. I'd, I'd buy two of them, man. I'd send one to you. But so, and then he disguises us to, to get inside, right? Yeah, I think we explain our goal to get inside the castle, and then he comes up with the idea to uh, cover Mario in gold and lead him in the front door with a statue delivery with two other statues. Yeah, so... Get a little Mario Goldfinger, which comes, yeah. And so that gains us entrance into this uh, castle where we, we kind of get to a, a mini gameish thing now. Yeah, this is kind of a, a fun little part where you're trying to act like the, the statue and you can't really move until um, there's no one in the room that can see you. So uh, Valentino come, or Valentina comes out and describes the Mario statue as, statue as beautiful and full of raw power. And then Dodo <laughs> guides the statues into the statue room where uh, they put Mario up on a podium along with other statues and you have to stay still. Yeah, and then there's a scene where the Dodo is like inspecting. There's like the four statues and you have to like not move when he's moving or looking at you. Yeah, so Dodo's job is to go out and inspect the statues uh, uh, per Valentina's orders. And his way of inspecting the statues apparently is just to peck it with his beak. So yeah. he comes in, pecks the statues. When it comes to you, um, you have two choices. You can either jump and avoid the peck, which would kind of still out you as not being a statue, or just take mm -hmm. the peck, which would also out you as not being a statue. So um, I actually don't know if there is a reward for jumping every time in this mini game, but Dodo will try to psych you out at some point. He'll come in the room, peck, you jump. He'll kind of look back like, did I just see what I thought I saw? Come back, try to peck you again. And then at some point, if you jump over all of his pecks, he'll run off screen, go all the way around the camera, come in the opposite door, then try to peck you again. And uh, you got one more chance to jump over it. I could not do this. I was terrible at this. I, I and it was so simple. Really? I actually restarted. I was like, no, 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 I can't get there. It was like, nope. And I was just like, all right, I just have to fight him so he pecks you three times <laughs> oh I, I actually forgot to mention that the the final time he pecks you when he um just after he runs back into the room he'll actually fake you out where he'll he'll uh fade the the peck he'll look like he's gonna do it and then he doesn't yeah. do it and you jump and then he watches you and then he slowly walks out of the room and realizes you're not a statue <laughs> no that's pretty funny and um but he's a pretty simple battle, so. Oh, okay. You know. I'm sorry. If you beat this mini game, you'll get the uh, you'll get a feather, a feather item, which I believe is a special item that can be used later. Hmm. Okay. Yeah, I did not get this feather, but it, that's a useful item because that like ups your speed by twenty, right? 
I'm not. I'm not sure. I'd have to look it up. I got you. Yeah, I think I. That's one I could see being actually pretty useful if you're not as dumb as me. <laughs> but after Dodo leaves, you're free to jump off the pedestal and move about the castle. And then um, at some point, these uh, two mad spear guys come out and poke you and you lose your gold luster. And they realize you're not a statue and you start your first battle inside the uh, castle. And then it's on, man. Uh, you it's have, on. Uh, <laughs> Uh, which it, it's a uh, the inside of this castle is pretty cool. It's got lots of like plants and stuff, and I uh, I like the way it looks. Yeah, very regal. Looks very fancy. You got that turquoise floor and some uh, some kind of emerald walls with some plants and some some vines growing around everywhere with that regal music we mentioned before. Yeah, enemy wise, there's what are they called birdies? You can fight heavy troopas, the big ones, but. Nothing too crazy. Uh, there are those like fan enemies that are a pain in the butt. They're back here or another iteration of those foes. Yeah, we, we spoke um, maybe one to two episodes ago about uh, a character that was in the Midas River with the giant fork that tries to poke you. And I mentioned that we'll be seeing these guys later. They kind of look like a tomato with a big fork. And uh, you see a lot of these in here. They're called Joffles. Yeah, and Joffle is right. They're, they're punks. Yeah, you got to jump over them or else you got to fight them. Kill them all. But yeah, you got some uh, some magic heavy enemies in here too. Some uh, the pinwheels, which you mentioned, which aren't super magic heavy, but you've got the the muckles, which kind of look like a jellyfish. And then the orbisons, which is kind of like a wizard staff that casts a lot of spell at you. Yeah, they're interesting. I always take those out right away because they're, you know, much like a wizard is stereotypically very weak. They have low hit points and you should take advantage of that before they hurt you with spells. Yes, sir. And I like this map because it's got a little bit of a, I mean, it's not quite like, it's not like a figure eight, but you can kind of like explore around. You've got uh, different kind of paths to go through before you eventually get herded kind of towards, you know, you'll find that there's like a big, is it the heavy troopa, the giant turtle that's guarding the door to Birdo, right? Where we go in, that's our next kind of that big is battle. correct. So up uh, up until you get to the heavy troop of guarding the door, you, there are some branching paths where you can explore around and find a few things um, or, or fight some battles if you want to fight. Um, but then once you hit that heavy troop of door, there is a mini boss behind it. And then the rest of the palace is uh, fairly linear, I believe. Yeah, yeah, that's uh... and, you know, I was always happy to see, you know, Birdo appear because especially at this point in 19 what 96 is this game 95 but 96 yeah it, it still wasn't nearly as popular to include references to super mario brothers 2 in things so it was great to see birdo and definitely which uh the fights not nothing nothing to write home about but um it's cool to include them in there i guess yeah okay and I was reading about this because I did not take advantage of this or realize this, but maybe you know if you are defending and it shoots an egg at you, it'll bounce back and land in front of Birdo, and then you can attack the egg and it'll explode doing like damage to Birdo. That's if that's true, that's crazy. That's another another uh, mind blowing moment for me because I've been playing this game since I was a kid and I had no I, idea if that's in I, fact true. <laughs> I was I, I I that's I definitely read about it after the fact and I was just like, what the. I don't know. I like that it's there, but Birdo's very not... few. There's very <laughs> few, tough. if at all, moments that I would hit the defend button in this game. So, <laughs> oh, yeah. Not only that, but this uh, 
fight is so easy <laughs> to begin with it's not really not really worth it so or i mean it doesn't does it make you really search for secret advantages because you can just plow over Birdo usually? I, I definitely could by this point. So yeah, if you use the same strategy you've been us- using up to this point, then you know Birdo Birdo's no different than anybody else. He does have a weakness to fire though, which I guess is worth mentioning. Oh yeah, okay, yeah. I, again, I just brooded him, blasted him, and then we kind of keep moving back through there. Of uh, you know, there are some more enemies, but eventually. We, uh, yeah, so the rest of the yeah. palace, again, is is mostly linear. I think maybe one or two branching paths because there is a place where um, you can go into the king and queen's chambers, which is where uh, Mallow's parents are, are locked up. Um, but we can't get in, if I remember properly. If they're, I Not believe yet. they're locked inside by Valentina and Dodo, and we are hot on their trail. Yeah, well, because it's like if you keep moving through this kind of long series of hallways and then you, you kind of come out the back door and you can uh, you fall down some clouds. You can get a few items, some flower tabs and stuff, but it'll eventually take you to another spot. Yeah, so we, we chase Valentina and Dodo out of the uh, the main palace room through the back, um, fall through some clouds, and we land back at a, uh, a little side area back in Nimbus Land. I think it's, uh, is it over by the uh, the, the bus that, that later on pulls up yeah it's kind of it's it's by uh, it's like we come down and because this is the entrance to the volcano right e- eventually it's blocked now right but and we take one of those trampolines up and it's leads us to the area where we could go back down to bean valley or go up again jump on another trampoline to get back up to nimbus land mm. i think that may be right I, if i remember correctly there's a um uh, in Nimbus land, there's a side area to the left where a bus later on in the game can uh, mm-hmm. pick us up. And then I think there's a side area to the right or um, in one of the hotels that will actually um, you can get to a hot spring. And um, I think on the hot spring side is how you get to the volcano. And yeah. as you're chasing Dodo and Valentina out, I want to say you land over by uh, the bus stop, but could be mixed up. Who knows? As the cartridge commandos are playing through, I'm sure they will write us and let us know. <laughs> yeah. Keep us correct. Commando corrections. We love it. Dot com. <laughs> but yeah. So and then when we get back to the town is when that's when we confront Valentina and Dodo. Right. Yep. We get back. They're still trying to run from us and the townspeople start to hound them and kind of kind of block them up. They're asking how the king is doing. And then Valentina gets angry and yells at everyone. And that stalls her just long enough for Mario to catch up and hop in and start the fight. That's right. Valentina. And because we fight the both of them. Yeah. So at this, this is a this is a unique boss fight. Um, I think this is the only time in the game. No, it happened once with. Jonathan Jones, I believe, back at Seaside Town. But at the start of the fight, Dodo will take away the middle party member to do a one versus one fight concurrently while you're doing the two versus one with uh, Valentina. And um, the strategy here that I've heard online is to make sure before you get into this fight Mm -hmm. to equip Bowser as your middle party member as he's kind of best suited as a tank to fight Dodo. Yeah, it makes sense as a one-on-one, and uh, I'm trying to remember. I don't even remember who I, I had or who I had fight Dodo. To be honest, I it, maybe it was Bowser, but because- I've made the mistake uh, playing this game in the past of having like a healer, like Peach or someone as as the middle party member. Which you know, you you can still get through the fight. It's just going to take you a little longer to chip away at Dodo. Yeah. Um, 
but but having Bowser there, I think, makes it go the fastest because you can eat up his HP pretty quick, and as long as you've got a handful of health items, you're good to go. Yeah, and it makes sense, and because eventually you can beat them, and then you will go back and team up and take down Valentina, right? Or go to a three on two fight. Yeah. So um, so after you do enough damage to Dodo, which he isn't too hard, he's mostly a physical attacker. Yeah. Um, you'll you he'll fly you back to uh, Valentina, and you'll continue the fight with her. And then Valentina is primarily a magic user using things like Diamond Saw and Petal Blast, which we've uh, seen in the past, which if you don't have the true form pin, you could be turned into a mushroom or have multiple people turn into mushrooms, which could be a dangerous spot there. Yeah, it, it could go it could go south for sure, but you're probably very well equipped by this point in the game. At least I definitely was. So yeah, even if you have a tough time, your first battle with her, if you ever had to come back, you would know exactly what to do and crush her. Yeah. At this point, your, your party will likely be between level 15, level 17, somewhere in there. And most of your characters will have, you know, north of a hundred HP, some upwards of 150, which is, should be more than enough to take on this fight. But uh, I guess one thing to look out for again, is that one V one with Dodo. If you have a character that has a low HP pool, um, let's say Mallow, yeah, he, he, his physical attacks mm-hmm. can do quite a bit. So you, you kind of run the risk of losing the fight there. Yes. And it's a, you don't want to do that. So no, it's a negative thing. Yeah. <laughs> Kick their butt, man. <laughs> but having defeated them, what they just fly away, right? I believe. Yeah. After, after you've beaten them, Valentina gets, uh, gets frustrated with Dodo kind of blames it on him and then flies them out of the battle and they are gone. Yay. Yay. After defeating them, uh, you can get the master key from a Nimbus person in a locked room that has a save block back inside the castle. And if you talk to some of the townspeople, they will uh, continue mentioning those hot springs, which is our clue of our, our next spot to go after we get Mallow's parents. Yeah. And then, yeah, and we uh, reintroduce Mallow to King and Queen Nimbus, and it's a touching reunion. And then that's where, right, they lead, They say, is it them or a townsperson? They, they kind of tell you that the, they saw a, a star fall into what they call the hot springs. Yeah, I think it's uh, Mallow's parents tell us that, actually, it's Queen Nimbus. It's his mom tells us that she yeah. saw a star fall into the barrel volcano and the Caesar dragon is guarding it. Or Czar. Yeah. Another one of those childhood pronunciations. Czar. Caesar. Well, I can see it. <laughs> well, you know, the word Czar comes from the word Caesar, so yeah, not I far know. off. You're not far off, bro. <laughs> but so, yeah, and then uh, we make our, we can make our way back down to the... It's an area that was blocked by some, like, guards or something now, and they'll let us go to the hot springs, right, which is actually the way to the volcano yeah so i guess the hot springs are hot because they are close to the volcano uh, within jumping distance i would assume yeah so i guess uh we could um at this point you could do a little side quest if you are interested in getting the lazy shell armor and weapon Mm, and i was and did (laughs) yeah there's a secret path in nimbus land that can take you out to a shy guy that will give you the uh, fertilizer Um, and if you have the seed item which you could have gotten earlier in the game uh, at this point you can go to rose town and give it to the gardener and he will lose his mind spaz out have a funny little cutscene, and then (laughs) plant it and a giant beanstalk will grow right up back into a special area in nimbus land with two chests the precious ones and yeah because this is a really hard i don't know how anyone would have found these fertilizer on their own because you have to walk like along the edge and there's that invisible path, you know, to get to that shy guy or whatever. It's 
I mean, it's crazy. I, I read about it because I was cheating. So, but I, I, I really, that you'd have to be a very dedicated, like explorer being like, I'm just bumping up against every wall or I guess get real lucky. The only saving grace is there's an entrance to a, a building right over by that wall. So if you happen to be running along the Southeast wall, you'll yeah. uh, at some point s- step onto the magical platform on accident. But <laughs> other than that, there's no indication that there's a shy guy out there. Yeah, it's Nor do they explain how my- Mario can just walk on nothing. Yeah, it's really, <laughs> I don't know. But, you know, I've seen weirder stuff in weirder games. So there you go. Either way, get that fertilizer and get those lazy shell and armor. And then you are, you know, that's, I was able to use that to fight Kulix, you know, go back and a little going back around. So it's super, you're Kind super of breaks powerful. the game at that point. So yeah. I mean, if you want a challenge, I would stay away from the, the lazy shell armor. Um, that'll, that'll keep you alive through just about anything. Yeah, I, I was able to, I didn't get either of them when I played through this game as a teen. Uh, so it's totally not necessary, but if you really, if you just want to be able to relax a little bit in the battles and just slaughter things, you definitely can with the, because the lazy shell is one of those giant Koopa shells that you get. So it's kind of fun to have in use. Yep. The fat paratrooper shell. That <laughs> one's, that one's definitely a must. I, I would recommend that for sure. But lazy shell for sure. Uh, the armor breaks the game. Yeah. Yeah. But, uh. But either way, um, you can if whether you grab that or not, we can head on down to the Barrel Volcano. The Barrel Volcano. And this is um, one of the few areas in the game where we have a very clear elemental thing going on. So if you've got Mallow in your party, now is the time to use uh, his ice attack, Snowy. Does a lot of damage to everything in this area. Yeah, and you know, of course, everything is resistant to fire, but it's uh, pretty standard elemental stuff. But it's it's easily exploitable here. Yeah, I, I yeah. If you're an RPG fan and you're walking around in this area and you're using any fire attacks, I you know, curse to you. <laughs> I mean, uh, at first, I mean, I could kind of see it because some of these enemies don't truly look fiery, but even like the the chained Kong or those what are they Orlicons Orlicons. They look like a yeah. little spiny, but they're just a different color. But it's like you might not associate that with fire right away. But that's fair, I suppose. Yeah. And then you got the armored ants as well. But I guess they're fire ants now. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah. So as we make our way through this area, uh, we it kind of seems like we start at the bottom of the volcano, and the whole level kind of takes you in this sort of upward path, kind of make you feel like you're you're scaling the volcano. Um, you'll eventually reach uh, Hinopio which is our uh, our salesman of gear, and we can get the fire gear. Which, uh, you know, uh, you might <laughs> realize is pretty darn useful here. Indeed. He also has a, which I don't, I don't think we've, maybe we'll save it for the end, but there's quite a few um, cameos in this game from other Nintendo franchises. And in uh, the background on Hanopio's shelf, he's got some F-Zero figurines. Yeah, yeah, he's got the Captain Falcon's. Wow, what is that, yep. Blue Thunder or something? Or what's it named? There's the Fire Stingray as well. And is that yeah, an R-Wing? Fire Stingray. I think it is. I think it's an R-Wing from Star Fox. It's the Fire Stingray, Stingray which is Samurai Goraz. Yeah. Car. And then I can't remember Captain Falcon's car. But it's the blue one. It's the blue one. But yeah, and they look <laughs> cool. Cool little like models. I, I enjoy them. 
I don't know why it cracked me up. Just a small touch here, but there's there's um three different or two, two, three, either two or three different counters that Hinopio runs. And each time you go to another counter, he'll sprint over there like he's a different salesman. I don't know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just like, changes his hat. Now he's the items guy. Yeah, because he's got like armor and items and an inn. Yeah, yeah. Which is just great. So it's um I just wanted to point out here briefly before we get to the uh the first boss of this area but um at some point um as i've stated before i've owned this game on just about everything that they've put it out on mm. but i have played it emulated as well and i played it emulated when i was younger and this emulator was not super sophisticated at the time and i was using a keyboard to run through the okay. game and there is a jump that you have to make in this uh, barrel volcano that you don't have to make anywhere else in the game, but it has to be a running jump or you won't make it. But for some reason, um, the way my keys worked on my keyboard when I was young, I couldn't run any direction that was up and diagonal. So to the right or to the left. So I got to this part in the game and, and quite literally you had to click. Uh -huh. I couldn't move forward because there's a jump you have to make running uh, northeast and, and you can only make it in the sprint mode. Oh, that's horrible. That sucks. Yeah, bummer. Brought back some bad memories there. Oh, well, you're, you're a stronger man now with a better controller. Your inputs have grown <laughs> like the mighty oak. Um, <laughs> but And it's like we get to his store, right? And then that's the room that has the... Like it has an exit that we go to continue for the yeah, final so, kind of leg of the adventure. Yeah, so his his uh his shop is not a branching path. We have to go through him to get to uh yeah our next area. And then there's that long straightaway I mentioned where you have to make that running jump. Mm -hmm. And uh just after we make that, we are getting close to the Czar Dragon. The Czar Dragon, who, you know, is a boss. He's a big, you know, he's a dragon that's Kind of strange looking. Um, he kind of, his face reminds me of that creature from Super Mario World that would come out of the lava. I think that's what it's supposed to be. Is I think that, it's, okay. it's kind of like a 3D representation of that, which I thought this guy was cool. I think he's one of the coolest looking uh, mini bosses in the game or bosses. Yeah, he's fun. And, uh, you know, big surprise, weak against ice. Yeah, two phase fight as well. Um, and I will say that his, uh, in the first phase, his special moves are very strong. He does do a lot of magic attacks. Um, make sure that you have, you really, I don't think you can fight this one without a healer in the party. So if you're a, yeah. a, a Mario, Bowser, Geno guy, you're going to have to switch it up here because you're going to, you're going to take a lot of damage from this guy. Yeah. And hopefully you've got some fire equipment as well. Yeah, I would recommend. And I think what I normally run is Mario, Peach, Mallow and put Peach on healing duty, have Mallow mm -hmm. on uh, snowy duty, casting his spells. Yeah. And then Mario just, you know, fill in where he can. That's a good plan. I'm pretty sure that's how I how I fought this foe. Stage two, he uh, will fall into the, into the lava and resurrect as a zombone, and he's even stronger at this point. And uh, he actually changes his elemental weakness, so he goes from being weak to ice to being weak to lightning. So this is still right up Mallow's alley. Yeah, Mallow Alley, you're ready to roll. And correct me if I'm wrong, but zombone—that's a like a Final Fantasy VI enemy name, right? I know, I know, it's a Mario character. It is still a Mario character, so maybe may... I'm conflating something here. Yeah, it's possible Final Fantasy also had their own Zombones. Yeah, there is a Zombone. It's a zombie dragon, but I think it was localized as Zombone. Uh, gotcha. where it, it's like a purple skeleton that's like kind of emerging from the ground. Oh, okay. I, I think I know what you're talking about. That's why I was like, I think I remember fighting a bunch of them at some point when I was grinding in one of the last times I played that game. But 
that's neither here nor there. Uh, this, again, not too bad. It's got a weakness that you are prepared to exploit. So do, do, do it. Yeah, if you get some pure water, since he's undead, if you use a pure oh. water on him, he'll attack himself. It's not an instant death. I may have said earlier that, that it's an instant death, but he'll actually just attack himself. Still, that's uh, even even easier. Yes, sir. So upon defeating him completely, uh, we will see our star. It will be twinkling, and we will want it very bad because we have fought two different bosses and gone through two different areas now to get it. But it's stolen by the Axum Rangers. Oh, for crying out loud. The Axum Rangers are hilarious. I, I really like them. Yeah, this was uh, this generally caught me off guard uh, when I first played through this when I was young um, because you're just about to grab the star, and then you hear this quick shing noise and then you realize the star is gone and then these power ranger looking characters just kind of appear and announce themselves and run off with your loot yeah and it's it's funny they're all kind of color coded and they they have um little axes and it's uh it's pretty funny it's interesting too because as someone who was too old for power rangers i was like haha this is funny they're making fun of power rangers and it didn't even like the thought didn't even enter my mind until i was playing it this time where i was like Power Rangers came from Japan. <laughs> like, like, you know, I thought of it as like, oh, this is a pop culture reference for me in America. But it's like, no, it just yeah. happens to work both ways. But uh, I was going to ask you if, if there's any other influence for these characters or if they came from anywhere else or if it's just a, a dead nuts on Power Rangers reference. I mean, I would assume so uh, because, you know, or some sort of kind of came out of nowhere. Like, why? Why, why Power Rangers? I don't. <laughs> it just, it's kind of bizarre. They're 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 a weird set of like where these guys come from. Who do they work for? Like yeah. what, we've got no story, <laughs> even though they've got so much character and so much, you know. Like it appears as if there's some kind of backstory we should know about them, but I guess it's just you know a one-off uh, Power Rangers. I reference. don't know. I'd like to see them come back in something, but maybe they're trapped yeah. in that same uh, legal limbo as Gino. Perhaps put them in Smash, man. I'd play them. Yeah, yeah, and we kind of follow them up a long, twisty path to get to the top of the volcano where we will battle them. Yep, cue the chase sequence. This whole this whole sequence is uphill, and you're just running as fast as you can, trying to catch up to them, and they're uh, disappearing and reappearing, and you finally make your way to the very top, and we're treated to a spring, which will take us out the top of the volcano. Yeah, and here's where you really, you know, this is an interesting battle because you have all five, and they all have different... Uh, elemental weaknesses and resistances yeah they all five characters they've all kind of got something different going on not enough really to make them super to really change your strategy um, my strategy um your your pink ranger is the the healer if i remember properly and i would yeah. always focus her to get the healer out of the game yeah straight up it's got to go first yes sorry ladies first as they say <laughs> <laughs> and she is weak to fire so just have mario light her up and then, you know, beyond that, it's like, you know, you've got the Red Ranger, who is the toughest. He's got at least got the most hit points. And they Just kind like of like in real life, most yeah. well-rounded. Yeah, he's the Ryu. Yeah, yeah. So and they kind of, you know, go down from there. The yellow one has like 600, the black 550 and the green mm -hmm. only has 450. So that's I kind of started at the weakest and worked my way up oh, okay. to just to get um the amount of damage I was taking down, you know what I mean? Like to eliminate yeah. another uh, attacking foe is ASAP. Sure. That's, that's one way to do it for sure. Um, normally after I get rid of pink, the healer, um, if I remember correctly, I didn't really have a, a rhyme or reason to ha as to how I went at him. Yeah. You kind of just treat each of them the same way. 
Um, they do have their own weaknesses, but um, I mean, it's the same thing I've been doing for the rest of the game. You know, Mario Super Jump or Fire mm-hmm. or Mallow Thunder, and you're you're good to go. At least two of them are weak to Thunder, so so Mallow's uh, Thunder would be yeah good yeah. for this one for party control for sure. And then I mean, you'll you'll take them out one by one until eventually, do they just kind of morph in time, turn into that? head <laughs> yeah so there's there's a giant cannon behind them um uh, affixed to their ship we're actually fighting on their axum sh- they've got their own ship we didn't even mention they've got an axum yeah. ship which again leads some credence to it seems like they've got this whole backstory like where you where have you flown from like it's they've got this entire axe ship that we're fighting on the back of and uh, right, this right. cannon pops out of the back after you defeat all of them and they uh, sort of form up on the back of it and begin charging up their i guess this is sort of the phase two of the fight but they, they charge up the break beam, which will yeah. hit all the members of your party and does a minimum of 100 damage. So it's pretty strong. No joke, man. But this, uh, there's that, yeah, whatever that head thing, you know, where it's got like axe blade on the left and right side of its face. You know what I'm talking yeah. about? That yeah. really looks like a Megazord face to me from Power Rangers. It does. It does. Do they? Okay. So, and with these Axum Rangers, they do show them they are part of the Smithy gang, right? You know, I didn't make any notes on the dialogue yeah. um, about them talking about Smithy or what, what, what it is they're doing, but... Um... I guess I, kinda... <laughs> I guess they're a smithy creation along with everything else. But why did he also make them a giant ship? I don't I don't know. They didn't give Bowyer a ship. They just he just dropped yeah. him in the woods and said, "Hey, shoot some arrows at people." But the Axum Rangers get an entire well. It know, makes me wonder. I'm here. like, or is you know, are they like their own thing that's not connected? They just happen to be here going after stars on. Connected I would with uh, Smithy, it I w- doesn't. I would yeah. say that, like they're they're uh, bounty hunters or something, so to speak. But yeah, but yeah. but you do um, later on where we find out where Smithy has been making all of his minions. You do get to fight Morax and Rangers, so it does yeah. lead some some credence to the idea that he's creating the Axum Rangers. So I don't know. Maybe they're just clones. Maybe they already exist and he's modeling them after, after them. They're just a, yeah, it's clone troopers, man. He's cranking them out. So many questions. We need a super Mario RPG too to explain it all. I want to know inquiring minds want to know, <laughs> but, but yeah, these, these foes, these Axum foes can be defeated and you mm. will and earn another star, another star. That's number six. Uh, it's filling up our little screen there, which is good That's... stuff. And then, I, I, right, and then there's, uh, after this, we just head back to Nimbus Land straight off, right? Or it takes us back uh, right y- there? Yeah, we're transported back to Nimbus Land. I think we land in the hot springs and make our way back up to talk to King and Queen Nimbus. They're happy, of course. And then this is where their little bus shows back up, right? It's available now. Yeah. So if you try to go to the bus stop anytime before this, someone tells you or there's a sign or something that basically says that it's out of order and being worked on. And by the time you get back to our surprise, the bus is ready to go and ready to take us to the previously inaccessible Bowser's Keep. Woot woot. We can get there now, finally. Well, that's going to do it for this week, folks. Next up, we'll finish off this game and let you know our final thoughts as we break this bad boy down and rate it. And if you want to get a hold of us for any reason whatsoever, just feel free to do so. One of our many options. We've got my personal favorite, 
cartridgecommand at gmail.com. Hit us up there or on Facebook or even Twitter at Cart Command. So let your voices be heard. And last and definitely not least, a special thanks to all of our patrons throughout the years, and new or old. We we love you all, and we really appreciate uh, you uh, sharing your hard-earned cash with us. So thank you, thank you, thank you. A thousand thanks, my lords and my ladies. And, as always, Game On! I'm being attacked again. What the? F- <laughs> this is truly unprecedented. I never have. Did you? You didn't even eat all your food, so it's not. Just lay down. Just give me like a little bit. Punch. Wants to be on the episode, man. Include. I know. <laughs> Catridge command. <laughs> okay. All right, Sheena. Let's talk. What do you think about Prince? About Valentina? <laughs> Nothing. Okay. All right. Anyways, so 